Hey, it's your host, Brittany, and welcome to the Mom Sweat Sanity Podcast, where we talk all things life, health, fitness, kids, relationships, you name it, nothing is off the table. A little bit of just me and a whole lot of knowledgeable guests. So throw on your Lulus to run or to mom, grab yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and join us as we unpack life's pressing topics and learn a little bit more of the who, what, whys of it all. Or at the very least, get real, share some wisdom, and grab practical tips to help in our daily lives. I know from the law, uh, the scientific law, that whatever I'm putting out into the world is just coming back to me as a boomerang, right? So if my frequency has lowered, well, guess what? I'm going to attract things, opportunities, experiences, people that are vibrating at that frequency. And I can't have that. (laughs) We can't have that. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning back in. I think that after the past year and a half or so, we can all agree that we are all in need of a higher frequency. Well, today you are in luck because I sat down with Anna Lozano and we talked all things entrepreneurship, coaching, love powered, and all the ways that she has your back for all things high frequency living. So tune in today. Welcome you, Anna, to the podcast. Thank you so much for finding time to be here for me. I'm really excited to get to know you and all the things that you are surrounded with right now. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for our chat. Me too. So you're from Oakville, is this correct? Oakville, Ontario? Yes. So raised in London, Ontario, but we raised our kids, well, at their early ages in, uh, in Oakville. Amazing. And you have been through a journey, I would say, through even just the COVID times coming out west to British Columbia. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I would love to. Well, pre-recording, we were just chatting about islands, all the beautiful islands surrounding British Columbia and Vancouver. And March 5th, 2020, Lindy and I, my Love Power co-business partner, were speaking at an event in Maple Ridge and we took a ferry out to Sunshine Coast. And I really just put out my hands and I said, universe, if we're meant to relocate to British Columbia, make this easy, make it clear and show me the sign. And literally came home on that Sunday and by Friday, the whole world had shut down. And so, you know, the first few months in quarantine, they were very scary. And also just readjusting entrepreneur life and having the girls home and figuring out life when we got a call from a real estate agent saying that, you know, something crazy is happening. Houses are starting to sell quickly and also sell, you know, over asking, would you guys be interested in selling your house? And my husband and I looked at each other. We're like, is this our sign? Are we doing this? And so we said, you know what, let's just list our house. Let's see what happens. And by July, our house was sold. We had a three month close and we just decided, you know what, let's just sell everything we own. Let's travel across the country with our two girls, they're three and five, to British Columbia and just explore everywhere that we're drawn to in British Columbia to really see where we want to raise our girls because we didn't, you know, have attachments in BC. We didn't know many people in BC. So it was really just figuring out what our souls were craving and where we felt like we wanted to raise our girls. And so that adventure started in October. Here we are, you know, months later, we've seen so many magical places across British Columbia and just really following the breadcrumbs and following the guidance. And it's been incredible where we actually ended up buying a house in Kelowna, but we'll see, we'll see, we'll see if we love raising the girls here. I just, it's just a breath of fresh air being here. 
Wow. What an incredible like leap of faith, especially with two young ones to just pick up, sell everything and leave. But I would imagine the exhilarating feeling at the same time. Right. And I mean, it sounds so lovely on paper and on Instagram, but it was a journey, right? It was a lot of processing of our own fears and a lot of uncertainty. But at the same time, when you threw in, you know, 2020, 2021, what the whole world has been living, I mean, we've all been living with a lot of uncertainty. And so that just kind of turned the uncertainty into excitement and really creating our own unknown of fueling our soul with our core values, which really is freedom and adventure and travel and all those beautiful things. So we kind of took what was was handed to us and really made lemonade out of it and, and have just had the most incredible time connecting together and connecting to what there's four of us, right? What we all desire and what we all crave. Oh, what a beautiful way to yeah turn such a negative situation that could be for so many into such a positive. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. And I mean, we had been set up with online businesses, which made that part easy. But when you have to sell a whole house on Facebook market, oh my gosh, (laughs) I couldn't even imagine where to start. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy because by the end, when my Facebook marketplace business was rocking, I was selling like bunches of hangers and, you know, things that you would never think would sell, but they were selling like hotcakes once, once my store algorithm kicked in. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So you did mention Love Powered briefly and your online businesses are allowing you the flexibility to pick up and move. So can you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we are immigrants. We came to Canada in 1990 from Poland and my parents were really just seeking a better quote unquote future for my brother and I. And I followed the traditional path. I went to, you know, the top business school in Canada. I studied really hard. I entered the corporate world in 2008. And within two years, I was like, oh boy, this is the dream they sold me. And it is literally sucking my soul. It is it just, mm-hmm. I felt suffocated. Of course, I was grateful for the stability that comes with it, but I'm not someone that relies on that. And so I love just creating my own my own reality and so I sat back I was like oh my gosh you know for years and years and years I worked so hard for this and now I'm here you know I've achieved what society deems to be successful and oh I am not very happy and so I just started putting it out there that I want to be an entrepreneur I want to create I want to be in charge of my future. I want to be in charge of my happiness. I want to be in charge of putting what I want into the world. And I want to contribute to making the world a better place. And that was kind of the overall broad intention. I had never been an entrepreneur. I was always a very hard worker. And I was introduced to the world of network marketing in 2010. And at that time, I didn't know the world of network marketing. I just knew this was a great product that I would be happy to take and share with people I know. And so I didn't have any of that stigma that comes with the industry. And I said, yes. And I continued working my corporate job for another year and just started running with my business. It just kind of felt like, okay, I have something that is based on my effort, the effort that I put in, the effort that you know I learn and work on my mindset and grow, it produces results. And that to me was very exciting. And so that was really my entry into entrepreneurship. So I built that business very quickly within the first five years. And then we decided to have children. And I mean, for entrepreneurs to transition into motherhood, that for me was 
the biggest transition because, you know, we came from a lot of freedom to now having a little one who is dependent on you 100% of the time. Absolutely. And that was, oh, the first one was a huge transition. And uh, after I had Maya, I actually connected with Lindy, who we had went to the same school. We had very similar friends in London, Ontario, but we didn't know each other. But our paths, I'm sure, crossed a million times. And when we met and we hung out, we both realized that we were on these intense personal development journeys. And so her story is different how she came to personal development and affirmations. Mine was through entrepreneurship and building a business because mindset is just such a big component of it. But we both looked at our children. Her kids were a little bit older than my first daughter. And we said, wow, you know, what if we raised them with this foundation of personal growth and mindfulness and affirmations and gratitude so that when they grow up, they're not undoing all the programming, but they're, this is just their foundation. And so we looked at each other like, wow, I think we're onto something. We're both in these worlds. We both have young kids. We both want the same for our young kids. And we started looking at affirmations online and just what we had envisioned was not available. And we got to work. And by August, 2017, we had launched Love Power to Co, the affirmation company. So actually next month, August is our four year anniversary. So it's been an insane transition, right? From network marketing where systems are set up and really you're just the sales and marketing engine of a product. Whereas here, you know, learning the everything from ground up to build a company from scratch. So again, another transition. And then I had my second daughter. So it's been pretty crazy the last, I would say five years with motherhood and entrepreneurship and the pandemic and transitioning to be but like I always say, it comes down to mindset and following your soul's purpose because that's what feels good. Absolutely. I mean, you've taken a few leaps of faith, it sounds like, but also just trusting your gut and realizing that there is more within you than, as you say, you know, like the nine to five not seeing where you're going, where the life is going to take you. That's not where you want to be and taking that leap to go somewhere new. And that's exactly it. I think too many of us sit with that feeling of unhappiness rather than taking that next step. And from from experiencing myself, really, it is uncertainty and uncertainty is uncomfortable. It is scary. There is fear. But on the other side of it, there is just so much magic. And it's hard to explain because it's just so much better on the other side when you go through those growing pains and pushing through that uncertainty and flow. Actually, I don't like the word pushing, but flowing through the uncertainty and just continuing to trust your gut, your intuition, what fuels you. It's magic. Absolutely. You have done such an amazing job with the love powered cards and the different collections that there are from adult down to youth. And I heavily agree with so much of what you were saying about trying to teach the kids from a young age, how to, you know, act and do as we're learning as adults, as to want to introduce to our lives and, you know, live with fulfillment instead of, you know, trying to recreate and recorrect that as adults, how much easier it would be in life to just live that from the day you're born. That's exactly it. And I, you know, I do see that the kids being born these days, they are already so much more aware and Mm -hmm. 
present and mindful. It, I feel like, you know, it, it's happening all on purpose. This global awakening, this global elevation of consciousness is here. It's now it's happening, but I already feel these kids are so much further ahead than we were. And then our, that our parents were, and then imagine our grandparents living through, you know, wars and all that stuff. So it's beautiful to witness. And it's just, for us, it's reminder tools, equipping them with the tools because life is life. Life is going to throw things at us. It's going to come with unpleasant experiences and situations, but it's like, how do we deal with that? Right. So I feel mm-hmm. like as adults, we're learning how to communicate as adults, we're learning how to use our brain power and we're learning how to tap into our intuition, but our kids already have that. It's just equipping them to not forget it is really the journey. Well said. And just taking like they are able to take the stigma out of mental health because they don't even know what that is. And so being able to allow them to express and learn and talk about emotions and not care what other people think about that is just such an amazing ability that, you know, as adults, we definitely you know, hide from a little bit more and feel like we need to keep up with, you know, what society is asking of us. That's exactly it. And I think, you know, there's so many labels out there today use that, you know, mental health. And then we look at, you know, everything else. It's too many labels. Our kids Mm -hmm. know, you know, if we look at the love is love campaign, our kids don't question that is that, you know, they just do, they just are, they just love, they're just, they are who they are. And we don't need the labels. They don't need the labels. And so I think a lot of that is, without getting into specifics, it for me is an issue because why are we educating on certain things where they don't even, they don't recognize that they're so pure and joyful and happy. And we just have to continue with that, which they innately feel as opposed to adding in all the layers of adult trauma that our kids do not even need in their life right now. Right. So absolutely. Just keep, the keep the childhood. I, and I'm a firm believer in that and to be, and I'll segue into this, but this is where, you know, with school, I also feel the traditional education system is so outdated for the beautiful conscious generation that is here, that is now, and that mm-hmm. is on purpose. And so why do you think we're seeing all these nature schools pop up and these mindfulness preschools? And it's, just oh it feels so on purpose and it's so beautiful to be a part of it because so many of the systems today are just so outdated that you can't stick everybody in the same box we're all so unique and our souls are so unique that I love where the world is going in those ways there's just so many exciting things happening and education in school is is one of those things the amount of nature schools in BC is Mm -hmm. incredible I agree. Yeah. And definitely growing and changing and being able to see it in so many different ways. Our kids went to a like outdoor preschool, basically it was four hours a day, four days a week, and they were not inside rain, shine, snow, whatever. And the amount of growing just from that, that was afforded to them was incredible at such a young age. I love that. And see, that's not, it it wasn't very common in Ontario. And so when I came here, I said, wow, look at all the options, right? And I feel like they will catch up and I feel the world will catch up. I mean, a lot of the things with our kids is if they're unhappy, well, there's a reason for it, right? They're really in tune with their feelings. And so what is happening and how can we support them with that? So school being one of them. (laughs) Absolutely. So I know, so you're behind love powered and always busy there. What else are you up to? I know you're a very big proponent of women supporting women and different investment avenues. And I'd love to hear all the things. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. That, that fuels my soul. And I was talking to a friend the other day, a new friend here in Kelowna, and we were talking about, you know, collaboration over competition. And I feel Mm. like that started a few years back, but I don't think we fully embodied it until recently. And so before I felt it was still like, I'm thinking like five years ago is where it was like, yes, collaboration over competition, but Hey, don't take my clients. Right. Whereas I feel now we've really as female leaders and female entrepreneurs have fully stepped into this. And it's like, how can we support one another? How can we collect, connect and collaborate and raise all of our businesses and bring awareness to all of the work that we're doing. So it's a beautiful time that we're living through as entrepreneurs right now. I'm an investor. I'm a big, you know, fan of real estate investing and not just in the highs that we're experiencing right now, but that's something that we've done for a good, for close to a decade. But I've recently also invested in a company that was founded by Lori Harder, which I'm really excited about. So that's the path and the area that I want to go is investing in female owned and female funded companies that are doing good for the world. So what products are they creating? How are those impacting lives? I mean, Lori's product is more of a fun product, but after investing in that and having that experience, I'm looking at, you know, there's, we can't do it all, right? We can't have all of these companies that are doing so much good for the world. So how can I be a part of it but more of a silent part of it, right? And just share it with the world because there's so many incredible e-commerce businesses popping up these days that are truly having an impact on the world, but they just need more people to hear about it. So that's a big passion of mine. I run master classes and courses as well. I think I realized, I would say about 2008, it came to me that connecting is one of my superpowers. So if someone says, you know, I'm looking for this, I love to go through my database and say, okay, well, I know the perfect person for this. So I love bringing people together to create courses and master classes. I'm going to be running a fun series on my IG called frequency. So different tools to raise our frequency. Cause I think with all the shifts happening in the world today, the most important work we can do right now is our own frequency. We have to keep our frequency high. We have to stay in that high vibrational standpoint, no matter what is happening outside of us. I think that is the most important work right now because that's gonna trickle down to our kids. It's gonna trickle down to our businesses. So anyways, I'm gonna launch an IG series on on that, but I'm someone who just can't stand still. And when I do stand still though, I get the most exciting ideas. So (laughs) I'm so excited to learn more about all of that. That sounds so great. And I agree. The frequency is something that I think we all need to really vibrate at a higher frequency just in general, but especially after this year of bringing so many people down, it's time to rebuild and find that higher level. That's it. And that's exactly it. And just having the tools in our toolkit, right? Whether having a dance party or sitting and journaling or going out in nature and, and experiencing that nature therapy, you know, just finding your tools that you can practice. Like I know when I'm on IG and I go down a rabbit hole, I can feel my frequency lowering in my body. So that's when I pull out the tools, whether, you know, I have so many in my toolkit, but it's like, what am I going to do right now? I'm going to stop everything I'm doing. And what can I do right now to raise my frequency up? Because I know from the law, 
of the scientific law that whatever I'm putting out into the world is just coming back to me as a boomerang, right? So if my frequency has lowered, well, guess what? I'm going to attract things, opportunities, experiences, people that are vibrating at that frequency. And I can't have that. (laughs) We can't have that. No, absolutely. So is the best way to find these courses from you for the frequency coming up on Instagram or is there a website based? Yeah. So my frequency series is so exciting. So I'm connect. It's free. It's going to be on my IG. I'm going to do it through reels and I'm just connecting with yoga teachers and breathwork teachers and EFT teachers. And of course, affirmations and vitamins and nutrition and nature therapy and sound bowl therapy and all the things that we can use right now to raise our frequency. So I'm bringing in my dear friends who are in their world and creating this incredible, then doing this incredible work, I'm going to create a real series to introduce their work. And every day or every other day, I'm going to drop one way that you can raise your frequency right now, leveraging, you know, whether it's essential oils, or like I said, meditation or yoga or any of these modalities. With this work, I always say, you know, just find what vibes with you. It's not going to be everything, or maybe it will be everything, but just have these things in your back pocket. So as soon as in your body, you can feel your vibration decreasing. Like I said before, just stop everything you're doing and do that work because it's going to be so much more fruitful in the long run. Absolutely. So you have said that you have a superpower of connecting. Has this always been a part of you? Has this raising your frequency, has this always been something that you've really felt within yourself? Or is this something from, you know, your 2008 realization of career shift, not for you time to change? Is that when you really started to tune into these new levels? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like unconsciously, It was always there. I mean, when The Secret came out in 2006, I was all over it. Like it was this craving and this longing. Like even I remember maybe I was in my early teens. I can't remember when the Richard Branson autobiography came out. But I was a teen reading that and I'm just so fascinated by it. And so it was you know, these tools were coming at me, these books were coming at me, these, you know, these movies, but I don't think I fully embodied it until about 2008, where I just felt this unhappiness and this lack of fulfillment while coming into the office, sitting down at my desk, doing the mundane work that, you know, I just felt I I had no contribution, no impact. You know, we did these briefs. I was in CPG marketing, but we did these briefs and they were never acted on. And it was just a bunch of meetings and sitting and talking. And it really truly felt like a time waster. And so thankfully I listened to my body at that time. I listened to the intuition and I decided to do something about it. And I just look at, you know, I even look at my parents who've been in their career since, you know, 1990 and they just show up and they do the work. Are they happy? They're not happy, but it's just what they do. And they don't have that courage to do something else. And I feel like the more that we can step into our truth and our light, it's just going to create a ripple effect on the world. It's going to allow people to be more bold and courageous. It's going to inspire all our children to be more bold and courageous. So I feel like it, it is a responsibility, you know, and I felt mm-hmm. it that long ago. I mean, 
how many years ago is that? Like 13 years ago, I felt it and I acted on it and I continue to do that. So it's not that we don't have things that feel fearful come our way or feel scary, but I just work through it because I have already the proof that it is so much better on the other side, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And when someone is looking to take that step but feeling stuck, like, do you have any tidbits or useful hints to help them take that next step and, you know, find their leap of faith? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excitement and fear are the same energy. And Mm -hmm. so I love sitting down and just doing a pro and con, like a pros and cons list. And, and then we realize is like the worst case scenario is not even that bad right? Like that's the thing with our fears. It's false evidence appearing real. And we create this story in our minds. But when we sit down and break it down, we realize like, wow, this is not even that bad. It's not even that scary. And so then we take the next step and the next step. I think that also if we get stuck in the big vision, having a big vision, I mean, I'm all about it. But when we are at a starting point and we're thinking about the big vision, there's so many steps in between. And that's where a lot of fear creeps in. And it's like, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know, take the first step and then figure, figure out the first step, then take the next step and figure out that step. And so break it down, look at the pros and cons, realize that, okay, the worst case scenario, like how do you feel about the worst case scenario? Have these conversations with yourself. And from my coaching, I realized that, you know, my coaching students are like, wow, like that wasn't even that scary. Once the fear that I created in my mind was so much worse than Mm -hmm. it actually was, right? Absolutely. And you find courage in facing that fear. And then that's where you kind of find that new exhilaration and momentum of wanting to keep facing more fear to find that courage again. Well, that's exactly it. And then you start to build your own proof, right? So I love to keep a notebook with the wins and the proof that I did it. It wasn't even as scary as I had created this huge story to be. So keep a little proof journal as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Actually, proof journal. I love that. (laughs) So one more question for you today, Anna. Do you have a daily routine, a morning routine that is just for yourself that keeps your energy vibing high that, you know, you don't allow anyone to creep in or change so that it's just for yourself? I do now, but I also want to preface that, you know, when I had, so my girls are two years apart. So Maya was born 2016 and Sophie was born 2018. In those years when we did podcast interviews and people were like, tell me about your rituals. I'm like, oh, I have no rituals. I am a new mom and sleep is my ritual. (laughs) I'm just trying to survive. (laughs) I'm just in survival mode. So I do always want to preface this that, you know, honor the season that you're in. And right now, if you have newborns, just sleep, ask for help and sleep, like make that your ritual. And so I really just stepped back into my rituals, I would say over the last few months, because keeping in mind, I mean, we've been in Airbnb since October. So there's Airbnbs and different locations. So there is a lot of transition, a lot Mm -hmm. of transition and change. And so every new house, we're in a new house every month until our house is ready in October. So it's, you know, sitting down and setting up the office and right. It's all of that. And so over the last few months, I just figured out a ritual, a morning ritual that feels good for me. So I start with journaling my gratitudes and my desires. I write those down every morning. I sit with them. I feel them. I am 
embody them. Then I choose my affirmation for the day. And then I move on to a high vibe audio. So I really love anything by Esther and Abraham Hicks on YouTube. I mean, they have like a morning rampage. So I would say those three things are very constant in my morning practice right now. And then before I transition out from my work's time to then be with my girls, because my husband and I split our days, I'll go for my nature therapy. So this is non-negotiable. Like the nature therapy for me is sacred. So before I go on mommy duty, I'll do a 30 to 60 minute walk and I'll do, you know, I'll do more talking with the universe while I'm on the walk. I'll do my gratitudes. I'll just, and I love to ask for help because I truly believe there's higher powers working for us behind the scenes. So I ask for the help and then I transition to mommyhood. So that's kind of what I do right now. And also I'm open to shifting things up. When something starts to feel mundane, I switch it up and I do something different. So I'm just really following the feels all the time. Listening to your gut yet again. <laughs> that, well, that's the secret of life, I would say. <laughs> well, I, I would definitely agree with you there. So Anna, you've kind of given us a few little tidbits as to what is next for you. Anything further that you can share with us and where we can follow along? Oh my gosh. I, again, I just follow the downloads, follow the intuition and I act on it. So I do want to say that I'm looking at starting a holistic micro school in the Okanagan. So that's something that we actually have meetings on tomorrow, but it's just something I'm passionate about the work that I'm doing in my house. I want that to transition into school and I want to connect with more like-minded Families. So we will see if that's something that becomes a reality over the next, I would say, year. Um, that so is very that, exciting. Good for yeah, you. That is soul fuel. And, and, you know, our kids, that's the most important work that we're going to do. So if I meant to do that again, it was a declaration. If this is what I meant to do, make it easy, bring to me the right people, the right resources, the right tools. And I've put it out there. So if it's meant to be, I'll definitely start acting on it. Oh. Okay. Well, it is going to be meant to be. I can feel it. It's, this world needs more of that. It needs more of you. So thank you so much for high vibing on frequency over here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And where can we find you? Your Instagram handle? Where can we buy all the love powered everything else? Of course. So Instagram is pretty much where I hang out at the moment. So it's at underscore Anna Lozano and then it's at Love Powered Co. And then our website is lovepoweredco.com. Thanks so much for listening in today. I am definitely leaving this conversation at a higher frequency level. And I hope that you guys are too. Again, you can find Anna over on Instagram, Anna Lozano and love powered cards. If you're looking for those little daily affirmations, it is such a wonderful thing. I love to do those with my kids in the morning as well. So thanks, Anna. Thanks again, everyone for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it. See you next week. You can find me on Instagram at MomSweatSamuel.